0: I have yet to fuck a sheep, so I can't confirm that.
1: Hello everybody and uh, welcome to the Geekscape Games Podcast. Uh, This is level 39. Uh, Congratulations, China. You have video games now. Uh, I, am, of course, am Derek, back from a week away last week I got stuck at work, unfortunately um, With me today, we've got uh, Josh Jackson How you doing, Josh? Good, good, it's good to have a semi-full show again Yes, and Juan uh, was away last week as
2: well And he's joined us, how you doing, Juan? Uh, better, I am now at the start of my summer vacation I, Today was ah. my last day All that teaching stuff can be put away for an entire month That's
1: going to feel good He's yeah. gonna, you're gonna start and finish The Witcher three, right?
2: Uh, what, um, dude, I haven't even picked up The Witcher three. It's, exactly, it's, it's you got right. two hundred hours to yeah. play this month, don't but, you? But then I have a uh, Life is Strange that I have to go through. I had a student. Ooh,
1: this is true. I ha- I'm Monday is a stat stat holiday here, so I'm really looking forward to playing Episode four on Monday.
2: Yeah, I had a student. You would have been proud of this. She came into my room and she started talking about games. And he goes, "Have you been playing a game called Life is Strange?" And I go, oh my God, Derek Sears must be burning right now. Oh, that's and, amazing. And she's been telling me, oh my God, you got to play. Then you know, in episode four, oh my God, something from the first game happened. Oh, you got to play Marquez. And so yeah, I it's, have to get caught yeah. up because in September, I think episode five is out. Uh, I'm not. I haven't
1: seen a date yet for episode no? five, but I believe it's supposed to be September.
2: Yeah, so uh, I have to get caught up, or else she's gonna kill me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and it's well, and like I told you guys, you know, I was talking about it a few weeks ago after you know, I, I binged episode two and three, like, it was, episode one was really good and really cool, and it was different, and I liked how different the mechanics were and stuff, um, but, sh- you know, things really go crazy in episode two, and, and then, you know, you're like, oh, wow, this is crazy, this is really good, and then you have no fucking clue, like, what you're in store for in episode three, like, it's it's phenomenal, and, and I can't wait to see, the the ending of episode three was such a huge, and such a, like, just a drastic cliffhanger that i cannot wait to see how episode four opens and and, and what, what you know what the plot is like in that episode um it's definitely like like our you know we had that special episode about it and we were you know some of us were a little bit mixed and and some of us were like well the, it started out slow and then it got better and whatever but but based on just playing up to the third episode um it's it, it it's very it, it reminds me a lot of that first season of the walking dead game where episode one was really good and cool and different and then it and then with each subsequent episode it just uh, you know it just ramped things up and you're like this could not possibly get any more intense or any more crazy and then the next episode always managed to do so and um so all that being said i'm just really excited to play episode four and then see where they take episode five and then it's going to be over which is going to be really sad
0: see but that's exactly why i'm waiting for all of it to be out and just play it all at once so i don't have to torture myself waiting for the next one
1: yeah I'm just yeah. I'm, well and yeah it's that catch 22 it's like fantastic because you get to experience it sooner but then you have to wait so long and to to, to get the, that next chapter
0: yep yep yeah that's why yeah, I, I yeah it's like i have the patience to wait for the whole thing but i don't have the patience if i'm in the middle
1: of it to. yeah
0: like to get to yeah. each one because I, I i'm not good with that kind of stuff
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah monday it's, it's gonna be awesome uh you know as and as you probably noticed uh shane and his uh vocals and his far better introductions uh have not made it onto this episode yet he is running late uh he's actually caught at work just like i was last week and uh he's hoping to jump on at some point so hopefully you'll hear from him um and if not uh you know you'll get a nice uh proper length episode <laughs> I'm sure you know even
2: if he doesn't arrive, I think he's going to interject himself throughout this episode like kind of VH1 pop-up video.
1: Ah, we yeah. could do that, definitely. Yeah. Just talk right over us like he uh usually does. So yeah it'll be like nothing changed.
2: <laughs> no, not uh, at all.
1: So why don't we go on some news because we've uh, you know, already gone off topic and just well not really off topic life is strange as a video game. Um big big news happened this week uh, probably the biggest news of the week for a, you know it does, and it's not something that affects us at all so it might not even be that interesting to most people but China has uh, decided to end its ban on video game consoles which is something that I did you guys know about this it's like I feel like yeah. I heard about
0: it but it's like so far in the back of my mind that it still surprised me when I heard
1: it so like apparently for for years uh, or something like that like like 15 years in fact so this I'm going off of the article from the Wall Street Journal so they say after 15 years China's lifting its ban on the manufacture and sale of video game consoles giving companies like Sony, Nintendo and Microsoft a chance to enter one of the world's largest markets I had no I had no idea that uh, since the year 2000 it said Chinese regulators enacted a console ban to prevent what they said were potential adverse effects on China's youth um, so there was a test pilot last year where they eased restrictions in certain areas to, you know, see what would happen. And uh, the Ministry of Culture in China said it was successful. And so it's now open up to the entire country. So um, apparently China's video game market has been estimated to be worth $22 billion this year alone. So that is a huge market share. Like, you know, and that was something that was literally, literally untapped until right now because people said it would be bad for the youths or whatever like that's that's crazy yeah i mean earthbound taught me how to save money Is i i've still never played earthbound actually
2: well what, what, i'm sorry i thought you said you never played earthbound
1: yeah i said i've never played earthbound it's on i have it on the virtual console too yeah that was my i chose that for my gift my i got gold i think last year not platinum unfortunately and i think that's what i chose was earthbound well that was still one of the better games on the list anyway so yeah it still yeah, worked no, exactly. out but yeah. or maybe i was platinum and i still chose Band. because <laughs> i had donkey kong country and everything like that that's like i had everything but, on the lists but yeah but yeah like this is i had no idea that like china wasn't yeah you know they what did they like they they parents said their kids were wasting too much time on video games or according to someone in the com- comments and so they banned video game consoles in their entirety like like how like that would be like what something like that just wouldn't stand here like how does that how does that even happen and then last how does that last for 15 years like like that's an entire medium of pop culture that didn't exist in this in this giant you know one of the most populated areas in the in the world
0: right Wait, like I'm, I'm just
2: realizing there's people in china who've never played as chun li
0: <laughs> so <laughs> like well but i mean they. Oh,
1: sorry, I was. Just they, 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 tell- they probably would have okay. played as Chun Li because you had Chun Li in Street Fighter Two and stuff, right? Oh, like right? Street
2: Fighter Four. They gone this whole time. Like they never. Well, got to- th- wow. This must- is
1: this is like people. These people never had the PlayStation Two, if that's the case, because that came out in what 2001, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So they missed the entire PlayStation Two generation, the entire PlayStation oh my Three God. generation, and now they're two years into the PS4 generation. When you know when. They're now allowed to play video games again.
0: I wonder how well they're the going to take having to pay for to everything
1: c- separately. <laughs> yeah, like what if, like you know, like what if like tomorrow they, you know, it's like oh, you know, like the U.S. isn't allowed to listen to music anymore. Like, like how how do you ban an entire piece of culture? Like that's I uh, it's crazy to me. I don't, I don't, understand. I don't understand, but it's uh, fantastic that it's over. But uh, I mean, they... you know, maybe that's there's a there's a very large Asian Asian population in Canada. Um, maybe it's because they want to play video games. <laughs> maybe so.
0: But I mean, then again, they banned clean air years ago, so it's not too surprising. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, that's that was a big thing for me. I just wanted to to talk about that because uh, it's I don't know. It's it was pretty shot like I and, and you know, a lot of the world like I didn't really have any idea that there was no there were no game consoles in china until i read that the, now that they're allowed again and i was like what the hell and and so looking at that was just yeah it was is crazy uh anyways josh what was what was your big new- news for the week
0: um well i had a couple that were pretty big but i wanted to start with the announcement with zombie U um getting ported to the other cons uh, to ps4 xbox one and pc correct totally uh, yes for uh just being just under the title of zombie uh, and according to ubisoft they did state that the game was going to have a lot less tension than the weaver than the wii u version because it's going to lose the gamepad support which to m- which was awesome yeah which to the me game made pads, the game, the
1: game pa- yeah the game like when you get, get the sniper rifle and and stuff like that and just just that extra level of interactivity that the gamepad added was uh it, it was awesome and and it was definitely zombie u was an overlooked game for sure and it, it's it's still one of my favorite wii u games probably like there's so many good wii u games but but zombie was just so memorable because it was so different than you know and there was a lot of zombie games coming out at the time and it was so different than anything else in the genre basically right Uh,
2: it's going to be going down a couple years it's going to be the zach and wiki of the wii u
1: yeah i could see that
2: a game that came out in the first year of the system took complete advantage of the system's capabilities but for some odd reason was overlooked and Zach and Wiki got a ton of like promotional material out. They even included like a puzzle that was inserted in the first edition copies. Oh really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little jigsaw 3d puzzle and it got glowing reviews. um, But for some reason it didn't take off commercially. Uh, uh, Maybe lack of exposure online. Who knows? But zombie U, same thing. I mean, it, it was good for what it was. It took advantage of the Wii U hardware, Um, The gamepad makes the game absolutely, and I'm very – unless Xbox One enforces kind of like second screen functionality with an iPad or a tablet – even with PlayStation, I know you could have PlayStation on your phone. I don't know if they'll include something like that to use with Zombie Wii U or Zombie.
1: I don't think that they're. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to have anything like yeah, that. I think it's. I, yeah, I think no. it's dumb. It's it's dumbed down just for the standard yeah. controllers. So, and I mean, because they're launching it digital only too, so it's not oh, like it's going to be this massive release.
2: You, you know what? And at that point, it's well, if you want the full, real, true Zombie U experience, you would have to play it on the Wii U. I don't know if I would pay to have a cheapened version of it just so it would look prettier. Right and well, even and, the and did you guys
1: watch did you guys watch the trailer because it doesn't look that much better Yeah, I, I didn't. See I think the th- they're probably like the they're probably honestly trying to recoup some of the cost of the game because they couldn't have made you know it didn't sell well enough that they could have made much profit on it if any. So it has to be you know like let's port it quickly to all these other platforms and and sell it for twenty bucks or I don't mm-hmm. know what the cost is going to be, but but just, just to try to recoup some of what they spent on it.
0: Right. Yeah, And that's, I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw the screenshots and th- instantly thought that it didn't look any better, really. But, I mean, more power to them. If they're going to get more money back off of it, I say go for it, especially because that if there is a game on the Wii U that really deserves some success, that's definitely one of the top ones, I think. Because even after all this time, I feel like Zombie U is the only game, third party or otherwise, that has taken advantage of the gamepad to its fullest potential because I don't even feel Absolutely. like Nintendo is yeah. as I don't even really feel like Nintendo has applied it well during its run even though there are some fantastic games on it but it more than more often than not it just feels like a console version of the 3DS or the DS where they display a map on the touch screen or whatever whereas zombie U actually integrated it in almost every way
2: yeah, um, I don't know, if, if, even because you know, PlayStation and Xbox fans are very loyal and Zombie Wii was one of those games that they got really crapped on like it didn't look good, it, it looks ugly, no one's going to buy it. it it did okay, but not like the, the numbers that they wanted um, so now that they have the opportunity to buy it it'll be interesting to see if they change their tune a bit like, oh my god, this game's fantastic, oh yeah, finally, it's got like, Xbox One it belongs on this Never belonged on the Wii U to begin with. It's a Nintendo game. It's a kiddie console. But no, we'll wait and see. And And does anybody know the price it's going to go for?
1: Uh, I'm not sure.
0: I I didn't see either. If it's digital only, though, I won't. I can't imagine it'll be too expensive, especially when the Wii U version's not hard to find for less than twenty dollars nowadays.
2: Right. And they have that, um, I don't know if it's going to have that functionality where you can, on your people, on your friends list who are playing, and if you die and they become zombies, can you hunt them down for their um, their goods and their items? Oh, right. Yeah, has, I love that feature. Oh, it was great. I saw like us, uh, you know, like Rami Cowboy, Kevin Cassidy from Go Nintendo has died and he's over here. So everyone has to race to get to him first because he has all this cool loot. So he has to go kill himself with his new character before one of his friends goes and kills him and takes all of his gear. Right. Which I thought was a brilliant piece, but uh, I, I hope they add that in the, the new digital game because, I mean, that's one of the little little cute perks that gave it a lot of personality.
0: Right, right, definitely. No, but it was a really good game, and I'm really happy to see it getting a little bit more exposure, even if it is a gutted version. But uh, moving on from Zombie U, uh, talking enough about the undead, we want to talk about dead careers, uh, because <laughs> because um, unless you've been under a rock this whole week, you've probably heard, regardless of if you're a wrestling fan or not, that Hulk Hogan had some interesting comments, to say the least, that came out from his
2: oh, old sex
0: tape. And as a result, uh, 2K announced that um, they are pulling him from the upcoming WWE 2K16 video game.
2: He which, got Chris Benoit hard.
0: Yeah, which was really, like it was funny too because i think wwe found out about it before it hit the presses and as like a preemptive measure they started pulling him but as soon as as soon as they started pulling him is when everyone else started picking up on it so i kind of feel like it was a it was like they pulled him off their out of everything that they're doing to avoid controversy and then that ended up bringing more eyes in onto the controversy than what might have been if it just surfaced on its own
2: you know, I'm really regretting not taking advantage of the sale they had when I, well Amazon Prime Day. I know it was a kind of a lackluster event for many, but one of the items they had for sale was the Hulkamaniac edition of uh, WWE 2K15.
0: Oh wow. Where
2: where you got the Hulk Hogan bobblehead and a signed uh, postcard or picture from him? So I'm at, and it went for maybe I think 60 bucks. You can or no, it was like $80 for that. And it's normally like close to 200. So I wonder how much money that's now, that's going for now. Or if you're trying to redeem the Hulk Hogan DLC. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I, I just you, bought this expensive package and I can't redeem but, any of the codes.
0: Yeah, because they even pulled... Retroactively pulled Hulk Hogan DLC from past games, too. I mean, last I heard, it went <sighs> back up, but there was talk that it might end up staying down permanently, but they're still working on it. Which, hey, so
2: hold on to those copies of WWE No Mercy.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, don't... Uh, those- don't be surprised if all of those leftover Hogan copies start getting re- uh, replaced with the uh, Booker T. We're coming for you collectors <laughs> edition. So, but uh, and and then what do you think about the Terminator coming to WWE? Because that announcement uh, was made like the very next day. And all, I mean, even though I'm sure this deal was in place a long time in advance, I feel mm-hmm. like it almost felt like they were replacing Hogan with the Terminator.
2: Well, well. Triple H and Arnold are like v- super close buddy buddies, so this is not really that surprising. But to go, I, I don't know. It's like I- that's cool, I guess. I mean, they they're making a big deal with that ad where you have Arnold mimicking that scene in the original Terminator, where he goes into that bar and he takes that dude's clothes. So I-, I mean, I think it's a it's all right. I'm not gonna poo poo on it. I just think it's an interesting hmm, of all the DLC characters you can add. You know, people like Jake the Snake. Uh, you're gonna go with Terminator. All right, all right. Cool. It
1: can't be any uh, wor- can't be any worse than Terminator Genesis.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, what? and you know, what? but and... but, oh, go ahead. What I was gonna say, like, how am I? If I'm for the Terminator, if I'm fighting him, it's gonna be very weird that knowing that I can defeat him with an eye poke of doom. You know, like, hey, he goes through the movie, he can't be defeated, and just the eye poke, and he's down for a three.
0: Hey, I mean, it, if it comes from Ric Flair, I mean, it's worked on it. I'm sure it would have worked on RoboCop if they actually fought back <laughs> in the <80's. laughs> there, is it, is this... it actually Is it actually the Terminator, or is it yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, no, no it's, it's actually the Terminator. Terminator. And they oh, said really? they're going to have, I think, two different versions, too, like the the Terminator 2 version and then the Genesis version, if I remember correctly.
2: Let's just, let's just bring, like, any late 80s, early 90s sci-fi villains, bad guys into this. We're going to throw a RoboCop. Let's throw Darkman in there. They should have just um, put Zeus Howard in. the Duck
0: yeah they should have just oh, put Zeus yeah. in from Suburban Command. <laughs> no holds barred. Oh, but uh, but yeah, it's just funny. the one thing that I noticed too is like every over the last couple of years, every DLC pre-order character ended up uh, coming into the company to um, either wrestle or be back into the fold after like years of being ostracized. So I mean, I think it, he wasn't a pre-order bonus, but Brock Lesnar was in the game before he signed and then he signed within a year. Uh, then The Rock had his match when he was pre order
1: DLC, and then... It'd be cool to see Arnold in the ring, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I was
0: going to say, because Sting was... Not the,
1: that I watch wrestling, but I would watch that.
0: Yeah, and he's he's done things before, too, like not a full-on match, but then, like, Sting was pre order DLC last year, and then, of course, came back. And then Ultimate Warrior two this- years ago, who came back, so...
2: We'll see. I'm sorry to after. go, like, we're going wrestling with this, but... I, and I'm, and then the mention of you know, the Terminator coming in next year is is you know is like I don't want to see that because for old school wrestling fans like myself I think we all remember the WCW RoboCop promotion they did where RoboCop oh, yeah. showed up in the at the end of a match as RoboCop that sounds amazing it, 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 the, he he tore apart um, the front of a steel cage and it was so fake but the announcers like <laughs> he just tore it off its hinges. It's Robocop! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and this is back when people thought wrestling was real.
2: Yeah. Is, is that people that thought like,
1: wrestling was real?
0: <laughs>
2: there's a, wait, wrestling's not real? There's <laughs> no, a, there's right. even like a
0: six-year-old <laughs> watching wrestling
2: like, I, I, this is so fake.
0: Like, I'm sorry to throw my family under the bus, but a few years ago, I <laughs> mentioned that, Ed, that like he was a big Edge fan, and he was like, oh, I don't want to watch wrestling anymore because Edge retired. And then I said I made I made some kind of comment alluding to it being uh, pre-planned and he was like you mean he didn't really do all that stuff um, and he's like 20 at the time he was like 20 <laughs> and I, I'm like no dude it's all scripted uh but anyway I'm, I've I I've broke his year, heart that I tend day. To crush people's dreams so I apologize in advance folks but yeah I don't know it just it's but, an interesting uh, choice
2: but cheap plug if you want to see a, a really cool show or a little promo video about a wrestler who, about wrestling be real or not, may I mean, suggest Paul London, Hero of the Prophecy. Go check that out on YouTube.
1: We'll have it in the show notes. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. It's uh, definitely worth but, checking
1: out. We could,
0: And I was just going to say, we could only hope that if they do do a redo of the RoboCop thing, that maybe the Terminator will come down and save Sting from the Undertaker at WrestleMania or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I so. The the guys at WWE booking are doing a fantastic work. Or you know this is what's gonna happen. Terminator's gonna get involved. Then Green Arrow's gonna show up, and then there'll be a They're Justice just League have a whole... promotion there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, then then it's gonna be like people's create a a wrestler's roster just exploded onto you know USA Network. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. But um, uh, I
1: still remember like like I was really into the very first uh SmackDown game for PS One. Uh-huh and i just created this like wrestler and he had like a dragon head <laughs> and it was the coolest thing ever and he's the only dude i ever fought with and he had like I, I think he used like 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 jeff hardy had this uh move off the top ropes when he like jumps off and he does this like flip with you like his your his head the opponent's head is between his knees and he does this like flip thing right it was called like something Conrana rana hurricane rana i renamed it to like oh no it was a dinosaur head and so i renamed <laughs> that move to like dino Conrana, <laughs> and it was uh it was a great time yeah you know it in sounds Spanish, a lot more interesting that than dinosaur than everyone on the with frog, frog. <laughs> does it really yeah
2: dino Conrana. that's, that's dinosaur with uh. frog but <laughs> it i remember makes sense i in uh, wwe um wwf sorry no mercy i made rip taylor because <laughs> uh, i i gave him all the divas gestures which is fantastic and I think his finishing move was just like a bear hug, because it just seemed fitting. Nice, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes um, sense to me. Uh, yeah, then my my stable was the Golden Girls. <laughs> uh, it was it's a it's more fantastic. fantastic than it sounds. Yeah,
0: no, no, it sounds fant it does sound fantastic. I mean, look at all the <laughs> joy that Mae Young brought to the WWE for so long. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, speaking of things that are no longer with us, um the wii u the wii u tv (laughs) um just wanted to talk about Uh, that's a great segue (laughs) but i I feel like i'm the only one who used this so i'm not going to talk about it too long but i used uh... it
2: all the time oh
0: dude awesome
2: did it did it ever make it to
1: canada i don't know did
2: it uh i don't know i was too busy enjoying it in the states
0: yeah i haven't been to canada (laughs) any time recently so i wouldn't be able to tell you but seriously did it never come out over there
1: i don't know i remember being kind of i remember like leading up to the launch i was like this sounds so cool and then i think it just came and went and i never even tried it like it was I great
0: wa- for sports because
1: the whole idea was that it was like it aggregated like netflix and youtube and and all this other content right
0: yeah and then certain and
1: hulu and stuff like you could just choose what you like you could just search for what you wanted to watch and it would have it wherever it was type thing whether it was hulu or amazon or youtube or netflix uh, and then you could watch that, it. With it, just- it.
2: Oh, no, go ahead like it was where you would uh, that you would uh tune in up with your cable provider and it would tell you oh this is on right now or this is the time it's coming on on these different stations so you would click on it and then as you're watching the show on the gamepad uh, certain scenes from the show like I would watch it with the Goldbergs for example and if Barry Goldberg is doing like a cheesy music video they'll show a screenshot of it and they'll have like a little caption and then people can comment on that picture or they can even uh, draw on the picture like their own little uh, side notes or little, kind of like what Smash Brothers does, where you can take a picture and then, you know, edit it. Uh, Nintendo TV did this. And so you could share all these pictures. So you could, so people would watch, you know, like Once Upon a Time or uh, Supernatural and they would just like re- react together on Nintendo TV. And, and Nintendo also did little contests with um, college basketball, college football, where they gave away jerseys. But they didn't announce it as much. They never really promoted it. Unless you were on Nintendo TV, you did not know of these contests. And you would see like <laughs> mm. with NH – they only did baseball – I mean football and basketball. I, they didn't have any N H O, which I don't know why. I, I would have loved that. But you could predict in football like what's the next play going to be, a rush, a pass, or is the defense going to intercept? And then you would actually have like a leaderboard of getting points for being correct in, on your predictions. And at the end of the game, you would have a winner. So they so immediate- so,
1: I, so the whole idea was that it was like a more like like a social interaction based a- TV service type thing right yeah which is so funny because it's like you know like in terms of social interaction with everything else Nintendo's like none of that it's not allowed unless you're watching TV then you do what you want
0: unless you're watching yeah, like it's, football it's, or uh, sports which encourages getting <laughs> drunk and screaming
1: obscenities at your <laughs> television. No more than like Mario Kart does, yeah, though, really. But you know
2: what? The thing is that it, what you did on Nintendo TV is stuff what people do on Twitter on a daily basis. So you know people watch shows and you know movies or you know they react to news all together at once. They reply to their comments. So Nintendo True. TV is kind of like a very archaic version of it. Um, and I, I admire what they try to do, but the thing is, people were just using Twitter. And every time I was watching watch a sporting event and use Nintendo TV, there would be no more than a couple of dozen people on it. Yeah, so oh, wow, that, really? Yeah, it was not a very... I, I think just people didn't know it was there. Like, yeah, so, I feel like it's another
0: one of those I mean, things where where it's kind of... Intipi- like the Wii U in general. Yeah, it's like one of those things people that... People
1: just don't know it's there. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, it's just like one of those things that Nintendo tends to do where they have really great ideas and then they under-promote them. And then they just kind of float under the radar until they completely disappear. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I loved watching the Super Bowl with it. Like, anytime there was a big event... Oh, yeah, that was to, like, fun. Watching it and it would display the plays and stuff on the on the yeah touchpad. it kept the
2: stats and yeah it was great it, it was absolutely fantastic and and uh, I'm sad to see it go um, it's gonna I think it has one more month of service and now everyone's gonna flood to it and give it his last hurrah but yeah, yeah good idea sure. um, just just uh, you know i got to give him credit for trying to implement something for implementing something that um, just to get people more social on TV but unfortunately Twitter does that and it does it much better right. But yeah, so I mean,
0: that's about it for what I wanted to cover. I mean, Nintendo does, for what they're taking away, they do have a lot of things they're adding recently. I mean, Juan, you were talking a little bit about that before the show.
2: Yeah, so uh, things are being added on things that don't even exist yet, or for what we know. Um, Square Enix had a stream earlier this week, uh, renouncing Dragon Quest, coming to Dragon Quest 11, coming to PS4 and Nintendo 3DS. Which would be if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the first time a Dragon Quest game has gone cross platform. Um, I think yeah, Dragon Quest Nine, I know. yeah, Dragon Quest Nine was a Nintendo exclusive for the Wii, which never came to the states. Uh, Dragon Quest, or actually no, I take that. Dragon Quest Ten was a Wii exclusive, and then it went. To, uh, I'm getting all mixed up on my notes. Uh, the, the last two Dragon Quest games went to Nintendo Wii and PS3. Um, this is the first time that the title is going to a Nintendo and a Sony system. They're very picky with where they release their games. They usually do it on the most popular consoles. So there's no surprise that in Japan they're releasing it for Nintendo 3DS as well as PS4. Now, the games will have the same story. And, of course, the PS4 is going to have the better graphics. But with a Nintendo 3DS version, it's going to have full 3D graphics in the top screen. And in the bottom, it's going to have um, Dragon Quest, like, 8-bit sprites. So your whole menus, your maps, everything's going to be an 8-bit uh, classic uh, Dragon Quest style.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, um, but in that, it's, it's an hour-long stream, and at the very end, at the very end, they let it slip out that Dragon Quest 10 and Dragon Quest 11 will be coming to Nintendo NX. And then so everyone jumped on it. Every other news outlet jumped on it, reporting it that's confirmed Nintendo NX is going to get Dragon Quest 10 and 11 it's in development right now. And then within a few hours, uh, Square Enix sent out a memo to IGN telling them that, uh, well, we're it's being considered that's the, those are the exact words they use being considered for Nintendo NX, but we have no further information to give you today or at this moment. And as, if we're working in this area of journalism with gaming for as long as we have, we know whenever a company says we have nothing to announce at this time, that they're working on it.
0: Yep. Unless it's Mega Man Legends 3.
2: Uh, unless
1: it's or Ma- anything by Konami. <laughs> because they're not working on games. They don't make games and anymore. We don't have
0: this on the so, list, but, I, but did you guys see that, uh, <laughs> that uh, uh, Castlevania pachinko machine they're coming out with?
1: I did no, and it right? was hilarious and terrible all at once because it's like I'm like like it's literally like that's that's the that's the that's the next Castlevania game.
2: <laughs> and then we're gonna get it's a dark a pachinko, pachinko game as well. Hey <sighs> Dark if we
1: get a-, a, It's so it's so depressing, like like growing up like Konami like was like my favorite company. Because, I mean I like I was uh, oh a Yu Gi Oh kid so I played
2: company like, if you grew up yeah, in the like, 80s, it was a because I was a Yu Gi Oh kid, so I,
1: of, so I played the shit out of Yu Gi Oh. Metal Gear and Silent Hill were my two favorite video game series.
2: The company At that least gave might be a Metal Gear me machine. <laughs> the company that gave me Gradius, the company that gave me Stinger, the company that gave me Russian Attack, Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, they made so many great games. And you put them like now the way we talk about Naughty Dog, the way we talk about Bethesda, that was Konami in the 80s and 90s. That was Konami. And to see them in the state they are now, like, holy crap.
1: Even even beyond the 90s, you know, early 2000s is when we got Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 and Silent Hill 2 and 3. Like they were still very at the you know, they were making incredible titles and then it just. Aside from you know, aside from the odd gem like when Metal Gear Solid Four finally released, and some other stuff like they just fell to, fell you know they started releasing less and less games and fell to mediocrity, and, and then they become then you know then they became Yu-Gi-Oh and Pro Evolution Soccer, and that's yeah. it. And even then, they haven't released <laughs> now a moving Yu-Gi-Oh to Pachinko Machine. Yeah, and even
0: then, they haven't released a Yu-Gi-Oh video game in like five years. I don't uh, or something. Which is like isn't that. There, There's one coming out though, isn't there? It was like a art. Is there one it's coming? It's a digital only release, and then there's. Oddly enough, uh, there's one that just came out this year in Japan for PSP.
1: For for PSP. Yeah.
0: For PSP exclusively. Like not not for Vita. No, not for Vita or anything else. And it even has like the newest Yu-Gi-Oh characters from the new anime that just launched. It's the most bizarre thing. That, I was so surprised to find that, that out. That sounds
1: that sounds so stupid. Yeah,
0: but it sounds like it sounds like something Konami would do nowadays.
1: How long ago did they stop selling the PSP?
2: <laughs> the original <laughs> model?
1: or just in general god um in general I think yeah that's
2: at least four years
1: jeez something like that
2: uh, something like that Four, four to three years it's been like stop selling it and stocking it at gamestop i remember when gamestop had this massive like hey you could we're selling the psp real cheap and you could get a couple of used games with it and <laughs> come grab a psp for twenty dollars it was like a hundred bucks i think or ninety ninety nine 99 bucks yeah for a psp yeah oh yeah and then they, they, but, they yeah. flew away like people. I remember I was working with uh, Nintendo uh, for that little uh, holiday season with our buddy Matt Dill. And I remember that was the talk of the GameStop saying, like, everyone's calling us for PSPs and they were, we're sold out. And it's been like this for the last like week ever since they announced it. And that was at least four years ago.
1: Well and at that at that point were people you know, were people buying it for oh, the games emulation. on the PSP or were people emulation. buying it because it was a phenomenal emulation console. Oh, yeah. well, emulation far- for sure. Like 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 and it still it still holds up for that stuff, you know, like it had great like NES and Super Nintendo and Game Boy and even like Neo Geo Pocket emulators and stuff, like Yeah. It was it was phenomenal for that stuff. Yeah, even at its peak
0: it was I feel like, like the- I was the only one that I knew that actually played it for PSP games
2: i had one and then i eventually had to give it away to my cousin because i wasn't playing it as much but man i found out about that emulation stuff after the fact i'm like oh crap
1: yeah <laughs> like, yeah and I, re- I remember like like i had a psp at i bought one at launch which i mean i like saved saved up forever because when did they launch 2003
2: uh something like that
1: yeah something like or that. 2004 i think it was March 2004 so yeah i was like f- just turned 14 so i was like you know like i saved up like my babysitting money and stuff and bought that and law lo- you know there was some great stuff at the even at launch like that twisted metal game for psp was really good uh uh metal gear acid i loved um you know just because it was that kind of like just that card based game but in the metal gear universe was so cool like even though the story was the stupidest thing that's ever existed um <laughs> the most convoluted thing ever. There's like weird puppets that take over a plane and gas everyone. And they're literally marionettes. Hmm. Uh, but that's metal gear for you. Oh. And, uh, and yeah. And then I, like I traded it at some point for a 3ds, which I loved. And then I kept the 3ds, but I was like, I want a PSP again. And then I, yeah. And at that point, like you would have to buy the Pandora batteries or whatever they called mm-hmm. them on eBay. So you could hack them and turn them into the emulation thing. And then I was, then I started selling my services <laughs> huh? Pretty, you know, we'll we'll, we'll put the cracked firmware on there for you for ten bucks, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> no, a couple of other cool things, story, bro. A couple of other things for Nintendo. Uh, just as we've been recording, uh, right now it's a Thursday around seven fifty four Pacific. About twenty minutes ago, uh, we knew we, were, Josh, we were talking about this right before the show about the Smash Brothers update if it's coming to Japan uh, or is it coming to us? There's been some conflict about that. Well, not only can I tell you that it is confirmed for the US? The update. It's is available live right now now. So really, Oh, I was just kidding,
1: but it's actually true? It's, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Oh. It's
2: live right now. Holy crap, dude, you're you're clairvoyant. That's so Nintendo
0: though lately with their Smash updates. They're like, Oh, here's Roy and Ryu's trailer, by the way, they're available in five minutes. And then they destroyed the eShop. So,
2: So here's an update of uh, everything that you can get on this that this uh, Smash Brothers update can do. So first off, you'll be able to download uh, new content. We'll purchase new content in the form of uh, Mii Fighter costumes. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you guys saw the video I sent you. Some of these costumes are a complete surprise and like a very happy surprise. Um, we have of course the hoodie was already shown off earlier today uh crom uh, Meat fighter costume which is just a big troll but not as big of a troll as king k rule's c- costume <laughs> a character that people have been voting for on the smash ballot and he goes oh yeah here he is king k rule and there was even that news bit that they re- re- registered the trademark again for it and we we're like oh my god king k rule's gonna come back it, well, yeah he's back in costume as a form. costume as a costume oh, god uh on top of that though they've also have there's more there's far more than that they have an earthbound costume where you can dress as the bird fighter um, that's already in the game they have a bear gunner costume where you're in a teddy bear outfit and your cannon is a honeypot they have (laughs) the okay Samus is a various suit that you can use as a costume and the two biggest surprises for me from Fire Emblem the Black Knight from Path of Radiance Oh, nice! With full mask, full mask, he looks completely badass. And freaking tales of Symphonia. They have a really t- t- yeah, they have a tales. Yep, they have with the hair and everything. Yeah, I saw. So I saw there that. are a total. Yeah, it looks great. So there are a total of eleven, or actually ten, new costumes that are out- available now. And there are a couple of stages that are available too: Peach's Castle from Nintendo from Smash sixty four. Is available and I forget what the other one was um, hi- oh Hyrule Castle which will be oh, available nice. uh, so on top of this if that wasn't enough you're gonna get the thing that we all of us have been waiting for especially from the uh, uh, smash community tournament mode so now people can create custom rules and for their tournaments, they can even customize how long their tournaments are going to run. They can advertise their tournaments in the community on Reverse. So if you're looking to join a tournament, you can just go on Meverse. They're going to allow you to promote stuff, which something that they really didn't let you do with other games. Uh, but here they're going to totally give you the green light to do it. Uh, also, you'll be able to post your replays directly to YouTube. So for those of you who don't have the money to spend on a capture card, like an Elgato device or anything of that nature, you don't have to worry about it. You can just upload your replays to YouTube. Of course, you lose the ability to add your own commentary, which is something a lot of the YouTubers like to do, but if you just want to upload your replays and let people comment on your matches or study your, your own matches for you know notes later on, you have that available. You will need a Google account. So it's going to be just like Mario Kart um, Eight, where you're going to need a Google account to upload your replays. You're going to need that here. But assuming you've already played Mario Kart and already did that, then you're already ready to go. Um, but oh,
1: and so is it? And is it like the, is it uploading the full matches or is it like a highlight no, thing uh, like that, Mario Kart had? That's a
2: great, great question. I don't know. I'm assuming uh, it would lose its purpose if you can only do the highlights. Uh, but I'm sure yeah. there'll be little things added, like if you want to focus on one particular fighter. Uh, if you want to just have yeah, like a standard sure. view. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be something like that in there. Uh, also, uh, they did make adjustment. They say in the very bottom adjustments have also been made for a more pleasant gaming experience, which quote unquote means they're probably balancing a few characters. So, uh, Diddy Kong's little hoo-ha thing, uh, may be fixed. Uh, I don't know what other characters we might go after. Uh, I think Mega Man has that, uh, weird metal man blade dash that he can do. Um, Ness also has a, a, a little Pikmin, uh, uh, Olimar has a few kind of glitches. Maybe, that,
1: maybe they made Mega Man's damn leaf shield actually cool.
2: Yeah, it, it <laughs> needs a little bit more of a buff, but uh, yeah, it, it's live now. Wasn't supposed to go till tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning, as many predicted. But no, if you want to start practicing now, get that upload going, uh, do it. And uh, I know I'm and gonna is that it. a
1: Wii U and 3DS update?
2: It's a Wii U, or just update. on the Wii U version. I, I okay. think for 3DS, you will be able to buy. Well, here's this they're saying that you can wait a minute i'm reading this press release it doesn't say anything specifically about wii u only it's just saying this is a version that's for wii u and 3ds so for hmm, for right now i know for sure it's for wii u so there's nothing here that confirms it's for 3ds as well for now it's only for the wii u uh, for the tournament but the costumes and the stages they should be available for the 3ds version as well Ah, i see but uh there you go. Uh a big thing for your summer, for those of you who took summer school, now you can enjoy the rest of your month vacation uh tuning up your smash game.
1: Uh and we've uh we've just been joined by a very special guest. Uh apparently Shane made it home from work. How are you doing Shane?
3: Buenas noches. We'll be in.
1: See there he just like as soon as he comes in it's just livelier. Like you <laughs> I can't wait till you hear this damn intro. Like I sound like the most boring person on on the planet, more than usual. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I spent a I spent a week in a hotel room with you, and I can confirm you are not the most. that boring I am the person. most boring person <laughs> on planet? Oh, that I'm not. That you okay. are not. That you are not. Trust me. Um, I, I'm very jealous of uh, Eric and John for getting to sleep with you be, just because of how non-boring you are.
1: <laughs> Eric's a snuggler. I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, better, can it's I, better than um, peeing on um, the wall.
3: Oh <laughs> I, I haven't sleptwalk since like middle school That was so weird uh, I didn't even do that when I'm dr- Like normally blackout drunk So I don't know what it was I guess
1: Just when you're comic-con blackout
3: drunk Yeah that's different There's different. So um, anyway I just want to um, talk about one thing And then uh, I know I'm super late to the party And I, I look at the outline I know that I have an opinion on a lot of this stuff So I'll just I don't know I'll, bo- I'll tweet it I'll tweet about it while I'm editing the show um, but the one thing I wanted to talk about is Half-Life 3's kind of weird confirmation that came out in the past week. Has anybody heard about about this going on?
1: I don't believe it. No, I haven't actually.
3: No. You, well, it, Okay. So, perfect. I'm so glad that you are in that camp. This is going to be a good conversation. So, the guys over at Funhouse, uh subsidiary of Rooster Teeth, which is a subsidiary of Fullscreen, so I guess kind of our third or fourth second cousins twice removed so we're technically family members with funhouse so anyway the guys from funhouse um have a a source in valve that um they that pretty much said that half Life three is technically still under development but it's under a development of 10 people most of the people have been moved off onto other projects and um that it's kind of there's no intention to ever actually officially complete and release the game. Um, they said the, their source, they had two videos, an original video and a response video, but their, their original source uh, uh, said that the script is complete, they know where the game is going, but they only have 10 people that are, are working on it. The, the, um, the reasoning behind it is that their three top earners, uh, Dota 2, TF2, and CSGO, are making them so much money on microtransactions that um, their microtransactions that they get off of those three games plus the uh, cut that they get from all third-party games, they're they're pulling in very conservatively on the low end. This is the numbers that they Funhouse guys gave, very conservatively on the low end, seven hundred and thirty million dollars in twenty fourteen. Um, they ran the numbers to conservatively estimate what. Um, Half-Life 3 could get them if it sold at least 30% more than Half-Life 1, um, and it would bring in just about the same amount of money, just about 730 million dollars, and that's if if 9 million or no, if 12 million units sold at full retail price. So there's a couple of assertions that that it doesn't need to be produced from a monetary standpoint. Like they don't they don't need to. They don't. There's no business reason for them to make a game. Uh, they're a privately owned company, so they don't have investors saying, we need the next Call of Duty because we need to sell Doritos and Mountain Dew's mad at us because we didn't sell as much Code Red. So get that Call of Duty out. Um, They can go at I, what everybody knows is affectionately called uh, Valve's time. Uh, the other assertion that this source made was Valve doesn't want to risk putting out a game that's not going to live up to the hype. And now everybody on here can agree that that Half Life Three is hyped to the fucking moon, right?
1: I don't think there. There's probably not a game that's more hyped than Half Life Three.
3: I know. I. I. I it, like the. If you look up "hype" in the dictionary, you'll see.
1: There's the, a picture of Half Life Three. A yeah, and of then Shane. there's a picture of the Geeks, except not really. <laughs>
3: and there's a, a picture of the Geekscape Games podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, which also works on Valve time. I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're worried about not putting out a game that's going to meet all this hype because
1: i i don't know if it's possible for it to meet all the hype like
3: you know ex- exactly like i've
1: never heard you know, it's just like it could be substantially better than half life 2 and people would be like this isn't that great because it took fucking 20 years or whatever like
3: and like the 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 reason that the source in their first video said was um when mass effect 3 came out Oh, everyone
1: hated the shit out of it.
3: Yeah, and Valve saw that, and they were like, whoa, back the fun bus the fuck up. Look at what all these people Bioware, like. look at how viciously they're getting denigrated all over the place. We can't have that happen. And um, the source said that um, uh, the gaming community has shifted drastically since Half-Life 2 has come out. Before everybody that was talking about games was were people that were fan of games and but now discourse has changed and everybody's become more more violent and vitriolic. I mean we all remember the gamergate stuff. There was both sides of that argument. Shane
1: definitely remembers.
3: Level up both both sides of that argument were getting people were getting death threats on both sides. People were getting swatted. There was people were getting doxxed <laughs> and and it's so fucking <laughs> absurd. And it's just video games. I know, games. and... Exactly, it's just video games, but... That's why they were
1: banned in China, you
3: guys. Exactly, yeah,
0: like, um, China, China join the club. You'll be wiping the Dorito dust off your chest as
1: much as we are in... Look D- at how many shootings China's got compared to the US. It's all them video games.
3: But mm-hmm. but they also have, like, a disparity in like, a severe number of knife attacks. I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. I'm a very strong Second Amendment. Let's get... Uh, this is not a political podcast. Let's talk about the Se- Second Amendment... Um, uh, oh, Derek, you're under a, uh, a queen, so you don't have rights or so. freedom. Or Nintendo freedom. TV, apparently. <laughs> um, or
1: Hulu or Amazon Prime Video.
3: Yeah, which, which sucks because uh, Top Gear just got signed on to Amazon Prime today. And I know you what were. What did, huge- sorry? Uh, top gear got signed oh
1: yes Uh, yeah you cut out there for a sec yeah i fucking know that
3: yeah um anyway (laughs) shut up anyway we're fucking talking about so they're they are super worried about just their employees getting shit on completely and there's no there's no desire to make a game that's not absolutely perfect and like can they make a game that's absolutely perfect
1: you know what i feel like i feel like this all kind of sounds like bullshit
3: mm. <laughs> but well it's fun to talk about well yeah um but what uh, it's
1: like we haven't had any half-life 3 rumors in a while let's make a really intricate half-life 3 rumor
3: well here's the, here's the thing is that um the like second in command over at valve let me let me confirm what he does mark Laidlaw. uh he works at Valve. He's a guy. I, I'm. I'm trying to multitask. Well, he he's,
1: he's their janitor.
3: <laughs> um, and he heard from a
1: guy who heard from a guy. He wrote half. They're Life. never going to release it. Okay. He,
3: he wrote Half Life, and he works. Um, he works at at Valve. So he reached out to the guys from Funhouse and kind of, um, it kind of discredited some things their their source said. Said that um we don't. Ever write a script until a game is done. So when their their author said their source said, "Oh, script script done in hand." It's not not necessarily true because that means the game is done, and then they hand the script off to the VO. So uh, the Funhouse guys um, think that there's some disconnect between the, def- the the internal definition of outline, template, and script. Um, but uh, the big takeaway was that um, they they aren't afraid. Of releasing, according to Mark Laws, like they are never afraid to release a game, even if it's if it's less than perfect. Um, so that that he he nixed that right away. He said that that is uh, absolutely not true. And um, but he could not confirm on its state of development or if it's in development at all. So um, I'll put in the show notes all the uh, the links to the two Funhouse videos, uh, the guys that broke the story and they have links to they put all the emails up between them and mark laidlaw um i think it's uh really interesting that that when these videos came out there was a like huge amount of people that um just were in like hyper denial like like hyper denial like no I can't be true half-life's coming out next week like it it has to happen no and it's like if it if it doesn't happen it, it doesn't happen it's not the end of the world um
1: Uh, But I feel like at the same time, if it wasn't, if they, if it just wasn't going to happen, why wouldn't they just tell us?
2: That's true. Like,
1: why wouldn't they be like, why wouldn't they be like, you know, we know that there's an intense demand for Half-Life 3. And just so you guys don't keep holding your breath as you have been for the last eight years or however long it's been, like, it's not an active development right now. Like, why would they not just say that? Like, we're focusing on other projects or something like that. Like, the fact that they're leaving us in the dark so much about everything, you know, I feel like... The, there's gotta be something
3: let me let me um i did not read all the mark laidlaw emails um that they posted so that question might be directly addressed um but um yeah uh yeah I, that that brings up a really good point is like why not just say why not because just, then maybe people because if
1: they were you know like obviously if they're if they want to just work on other stuff they can do whatever the hell they want it's their company and it's you know they're making tons of money with Steam and with Dota and everything like that. You know, and if if Half Life Three is not conducive to them, you know, making more profit, which I feel like based on Valve's track record has never been their number one priority. Like, look at things like, you know, Portal for instance, which launched as this tiny side project on the Orange Box. You know, like they weren't like we're going to release this and make a ton of profit on the second one. Like, like they just thought it was really cool and so they did it. And and you know, and and. So if, if not making the game is is their, you know, what they want to do, I just don't feel like they would leave fans in the dark.
3: Yeah. I, um, I, I'm i trying to read um, uh, one of the so last... So in that
1: case, maybe no news is good news.
3: That's that's true. Um, This is the last thing that Mark Laidlaw said to the guys at Funhouse. He said, um, I can never report on the state of projects at Valve except for the context of a product's release publicity. Uh, if we are not as a as a company um uh, all right uh um, looks like Juan you got to dip out
2: yeah i got got to go no no surprise right
3: Dude, uh, i got to uh, <laughs> you got to you got to tend to the wife you attend to the wife so yeah. um well we we'll see you next week Juan
2: uh you will see me next week for sure i love you all, all right you. love you too see you guys <laughs> bye bye bye
3: i'm i miss him already mm. um baio here um yeah um, if we are not as a company, is a tag
1: team, <laughs> you, you had to tag. You tagged Vaughn out when you came in.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, we can. Uh, if we are not as a company t- uh, talking publicity about internal matters, for instance, in the limited way the Dota team sometimes talks about its ongoing process, then nobody would ever give out privileged information of this sort. It is possible that whoever the anonymous source might be or have been a, might be or might have been a Valve employee, but nothing I've heard leads me to believe they know anything relevant. Specifically, they don't know how I work. The scripts for the previous games that had been released were created after the fact for localization and educational purposes. There's never been a finished script for any Half-Life game unless the game itself was finished. So that piece of information is false. So the rest of the speculation that anyone outside the company could have come up with, and in fact they do, constantly. Uh, I don't see anything beyond the usual ongoing chatter of speculation, nothing that reaches the level of warranting a comment. With the exception of the silly statement about having a complete script but being too freaked out by the possibility of community displeasure to dare to make a game. We know they want. That's the only bit of that's the only bit of it I can personally address directly. It is, as I said, silly. And he said um, earlier on that when directly asked about the development, he's like, "Hey, even that's something that even I have to say no comment on." Um, and I'll put a link to the uh, the uh, conversation in the show notes. But no, you're right. Um, no news is good news. Um, uh, uh, you know, from 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 Valve. Now, Josh, you when I brought it up, you said. It's bullshit. Like, what? What do you mean by it's bullshit? I'd love to hear your stance on it.
0: Uh, I don't have a huge stance. I just anything Half Life Three at this point. I'm just kind of like, nah. I don't. I'll believe it when I see it. So, which might not
1: be for a while.
0: Okay. Uh, based
1: off of the sound of things, it's like the Last Guardian, except we've been waiting for it for longer than the Last Guardian.
0: Yep. And then we uh, talked it, about it, this it's... before, but like my attitude is always like, you know, after a certain amount of times pass, I kind of just stop caring about it. So, it's like, nah. It'll come when it comes, if it comes. But I don't believe any speculation that says it's going to be out anytime soon.
1: He's you know, don't don't cry because it's over, Shane smile because it happened. <laughs> Fuck that,
3: we're gamers. I, right. uh, <clears throat> I love I love that quote being like there's this thing on 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 the internet about like applying quotes to the wrong people. Like um like don't believe everything you read on the internet, Abraham Lincoln, those kind of things. Um my favorite one is you mean that was Don't fake? cry that it's over. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, say the quote again cuz I cuz I forgot. Don't
1: don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. I
3: love seeing that attributed to Adolf Hitler.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh you would. <laughs> so yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's all um I had to say about it. I I I don't I have faith that the game is still in development, but um the the somebody so high up at Valve coming out and saying Hey, I know how I work. I know what I do in the company. I write the game and talking about how, how the game process uh, is written, discrediting somebody else. It could be that there... Now, the guys from Funhouse still say, hey, we still believe our our source, but we believe that since the company is so flat and there's not really a whole hell of a lot of management in the company, um, that uh, these two separate people will have different experiences on working the same project. So one person might say, oh, there's a script in hand. Well, the other person says, no, that's not a script. That's just an outline. Um, so yeah. that's that's really interesting to see this coming out. I'll put a link to the videos, and I will um, put a link to the um, conversation that Bruce had with Mark. Um, so I, f- I, I think we need to, to nail down our relationship with the Funhouse guys because they're technically related to us
0: we need to ask them if they're serious or if uh if they're looking for a commitment or if we should just start (laughs) seeing other people
3: (laughs) we should uh i i uh we should start seeing people at nerdist i'm sorry uh so we're running a
2: little
1: long so we should probably move on from news <laughs> uh but i'm really excited that well and it doesn't actually mean anything at this point but oh wait first uh, wait wait
3: wait. sorry uh sidetrack do do we have a uh mission objective that i can start thinking of
1: uh yes but we're gonna surprise you with it so <laughs> fucking hell all right um so just last piece of news and and we don't really have to talk about it because it's, it's not news really yet they just uh Apparently Kojima and, and Del Toro, who obviously obviously were still very upset about the whole PT thing, um, but uh, apparently Guillermo Del Toro and uh, Hideo Kojima, you know, it wasn't, uh, obviously Kojima leaving Konami and all the shit that's happening had nothing to do with Del Toro and they're still good friends and uh, they do want to work together on a project it of course won't be silent hills but um del toro when he, he was speaking with ign recently he said i love working with kojima uh we're still in touch we're still friends and working into doing something together but that's not going to be silent hills so so not um, silent
3: hills but quiet valleys
1: yeah i hope so i was just gonna say like <laughs> i hope so
0: <laughs> kind of like how um the creator of final fantasy made that game on the Wii on the Wii called what was it called last story
3: yeah
1: right right it's totally not final fantasy (laughs) anyways so that was was a real it's not it it's not really news but uh they want to work together and i i think something really incredible could come from that so uh moving on josh has been playing a really interesting new release and uh i would love to hear about it josh what have you been playing this week
0: oh god um well, yeah, we were running a little long, so the other game I was going to talk about was Lost Dimension, but I reviewed it on the site, so if you want to hear about what I thought about that so game... So go to
1: Geekscape.net and check we'll out We'll put it review. in the show notes, go to Geekscape.net and and look at it as review.
0: Um, but yeah, I spent most of the week, and I had no idea this came out last Tuesday, but I picked it up on Sunday, like as soon as I heard that it was out on PlayStation 4 and Vita, I rushed... I went to Target, bought a points card, rushed home, cancelled all my plans, and went home to download Hotful Boyfriend which um if you've listened to the show you know that I tend to play a lot of these weird Japanese waifu games but this one definitely takes the cake it was uh it got a lot of hype a few years ago when it was initially released on PC because it's a dating sim where you're a girl in this high school where your objective is basically to get to know all the male classmates and, um, you know, eventually build up a love interest and the, by the ending of the game, they want you to, like, fall in love with one. Except in this case, everybody in the school are birds. So you're the only human in the school and you're dating... Uh, you're dating pigeons and there's different kinds of species, but it's I didn't mostly... realize
1: you were a human. I thought it was all birds. No, no, you're
0: a human girl. You're the only human girl in the school... What the ...who fuck? has to date... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> So, okay, said <so> that like
3: that's, that's <laughs> not even the- <laughs> Why is that so funny? I was just the, the such the, the disdain in your voice just what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh fucking hell, man.
0: Oh. It's funny because, I mean, of course, like a big part (laughs) of why it got such a following because, I mean, it was initially like a fan-made PC game, like a Japanese doujin game, which if you're unfamiliar, they're basically just fan-made games. Sometimes they use existing characters and copyrights, and uh, sometimes they use their own original creations. But this thing generated so much buzz because of its absurd premise that it's built up so much steam that there's like a... there's like one and a half sequels because one of them's kind of like a side game and then one of them's a full sequel. And the PlayStation 4 and Vita just got a console release last week of the first game and they at the same time they released the first game they announced that the second game is coming out by the end of the year. But it the game is just absurd not and you could tell that it was really cheaply made because all of the characters in the games are just like stock photos of birds that are superimposed over backgrounds. <laughs> and and um, which is funny, too, because there's a contest right now for the second game where you can send pictures of your pet birds and there's a chance they'll use the pictures for the next game. But anyway, oh, that's oh hilarious. My God. <laughs> yeah. But it's the the most absurd thing about this game. And I keep using that word, but there's no better way to describe it. But like you go into it expecting, like, you know, this really silly game that doesn't take itself seriously, especially because the premise. But. And you do get that for most of the game, but the crazy thing about it is that it's so well written that you end up really legitimately caring about these characters and There was one ending that I got where I was like tearing up a little bit because oh my God, Josh! Kind of no, and I'm not the only one. I swear that everyone that I've talked to who's played it already or started playing it because I wouldn't shut up about it were like saying the same thing I mean uh it's like it gets to some like really heavy stuff surprisingly and the i think the weirdest thing about the game is that it's meant to be played over and over again and then you know unlock every ending by dating every bird so uh, no, like, isn't
3: there isn't there an ending where like you get possessed by the devil and then it turns into like a rail shooter like i'm not kidding like there's there's a bunch of different like there's a super dark end. there's like 20 different endings right
0: yeah, and as as far as I know, I don't think it turns into a real shooter at any point because I haven't unlo- I haven't completely finished the final ending. But it is true that once you get certain endings, like I think about six or seven of them, it gives you another option when you start another new game. And if you select that option, and I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it just it gets flipped completely on its head and it turns super serious and essentially becomes a murder mystery instead of a dating sim. E- and it starts yeah, dealing that's, with these that's really, what... like, post-apocalyptic, like, these heavy post-apocalyptic themes that kind of... And it's funny, because when you go back and play the regular s- sections of the story before you unlock that final scenario, there's, like, little bits and pieces of hints. Like, there's, like, no pun intended, there's, like, breadcrumbs scattered ar- along the game, where <laughs> they hint... <laughs> like, they hint at how fucked up everything is, but... You kind of just pass it off as, like, a one-off comment. And then all of a sudden you unlock this really, really dark and twisted scenario that's the true ending, apparently. And you wonder how the hell someone could have come up with such an insane concept for a game that, like I said, just uses stock photos of birds and superimposes them on backgrounds and tells you to go, like, try to seduce them. And I don't know. It's just... It's worth playing, even if you don't want to pay the $10 that it costs to download it on PlayStation, it's worth it to check out, like, the official free versions, just to see how insane this game is. If you like what you play, give it its support, because, I don't know, where else... So, you... how, how long is each playthrough? Um, My first playthrough was, like, 40 minutes,
1: and then... Con- okay, so it's pretty quick. Yeah, and then oh, considering, that's...
0: like... Uh, and then, like, every time you start a new game, like, the beginning and, like, parts of the middle are all the same, so... After that point, it starts. Each playthrough starts taking maybe twenty or thirty minutes because you could skip all of the dialogue you've already read and oh, then yeah, just yeah. go back and read the new stuff when you branch off to a different path. Yeah, no, but it's it's insane. It's definitely worth checking now, out.
3: Now, isn't isn't I'm trying to find. I, I was I remember reading or hearing somewhere that the title itself is like a severe pun. Like hataful is like "hato" means bird or pigeon, and then it's always like "heartful," um, but there's also like a pun on like there's a, like a northern territory in in japan where people are kind of like like uh it's, it's like referring to people in wales as sheep fuckers so do you do you can you back any of this up or am i just like going <laughs> um, out into the I have, ether and point insanity
0: i have yet to fuck a sheep so i can't confirm <laughs> that <laughs> either either we just found our stinger either within the game or outside of it okay all right <laughs> no but that's that's about all right all, all right <laughs> so <laughs> so, uh,
2: so.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's about all i had outside of with, and,
1: territory so all
3: right um
1: <laughs> it sounds so fucking ridiculous yeah I, and i've never i don't think i've ever played a dating sim but i think my first one might be one with pigeons because it just sounds like is it hilarious
0: it's it's really it's funny like it's not it's not like a phoenix Wright type game where it's like constantly making in your face jokes but a lot of it is just like the absurdity of the scenario and they there are like video game references and jokes and then references to like pop culture here and there and memes and i i don't i never played the original english script so i don't know if it's on purpose but the character in your in the game instead of saying everybody says every birdie and I, talk,
3: uh, I say that that was a every pony reference, but I'm not, yeah. I can't
0: confirm that for sure. But that's what comes to my mind. Every that time. has
3: to be that has that has to be an every pony reference. Fuck. And I like how you and I both got that instantly. And Derek's like, oh, that's just a funny joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a funny joke.
3: <sighs> if if we I was like, it, that's
1: clever. But
3: <laughs> if we had to assign Derek a character from My Little Pony, who do you think he'd be?
1: Huh? Clap-trap. Clip-clop.
3: Clip-clop. Is that a character? Clop
1: means something completely different, but yeah. Yeah. Oh.
3: (laughs) Oh. Is there a pony of, like, just, like, really, like, disdain and just, like, ugh, of, like, his existence?
0: Not that I know of. Everyone's pretty happy.
3: As a a pony? I mean, Derek would probably hate being a cartoon horse.
1: Well, he'd get used to it. Yeah, it sounds awful. (laughs)
3: Anyway, I um, mean,
1: but they just get to hang out all day, don't yeah. they? They don't have to go to work or do any stupid shit. Well, no, they all have jobs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Do, the, do they? Do... <laughs>
0: yeah, we're, we're ruining his ideal Equestria. Like, to...
3: But I mean, on the my side, you
0: always have a tail in your butt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, the game I've been playing this week, um, uh, besides the moving game and getting internet game. And uh, getting completely uh, blitzed at a music festival. I DJed this weekend. I've been playing Destiny. Um, I so of course you yeah. yourself.
1: <laughs> He's been drinking some Red Bull, earning that DLC. I don't have
3: the DLC yet. I got. I'm gonna go get some of that sick DLC. I gotta drink more cans. Like, what if you doing?
1: Because you're too, How are You're, you're too to into ch- this. You can't. You, you probably. You. You're like. You're probably like, you're like, I'm going to go grab grab some Red Bull so I can get that DLC, but then the chillers get you, man. <laughs>
3: Chiller Club. God. Chiller, Chiller Club. club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just playing Destiny leveling up my Hunter. Um, nothing new. Um, I, I just, I don't have a router in here yet, so I had to like move the, the cable from the modem from either my PlayStation or my desktop. So I've been really tempted to put uh, Unity back in my console. But I don't know.
1: Sounds like fun.
3: I don't I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been playing playing much <laughs> this week, but uh but the work working simulator, moving simulator, um a music festival simulator. So yeah, Derek, DJ Hero. Um uh, DJ Hero is a really good game. Um it Yeah, no, it was really fun. I, I had that game. I had a copy. Yeah, it was yeah, it was really good. And like the people don't give that game enough credit. Um well at least in the DJ community they don't give enough credit, is that the guy who made all those mashups is a, like a really well known and like popular like turntable scratch DJ. And I've seen videos of him like playing these songs live. And it's, it's like, it's fucking mind boggling that he takes it. Each-
1: I think you've talked about that before and it sounds, it sounds really
0: cool. Yeah.
3: I'll see if I can find a link, yeah. put it in the show notes, but I haven't written the show notes in,
1: in weeks. So,
0: no. And yeah, no, that's unfortunate though. That game came out like at the downswing of the whole music boom. So, definitely not enough people played it it was really really good
3: yeah anyway derek what have you been playing and then you can take us into mission objectives
1: uh so i've really uh the only thing i had a crazy week at work we were doing like 12 hour shifts for a bunch of days and stuff so uh i've i've had a little bit of time for i'm really excited and but this it was before you jumped on the show but um Monday is a holiday here, so I'm really excited to be to play the next episode of Life is Strange on Monday. Ugh. The only thing I've played since the last show um, is some more Arkham Knight, um, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm still, pro- I'm probably less than five hours in, um, but it's uh, I have you know it controls, I have a friend controls just my... so well, and the voice acting is just so good, and and uh, it's really really cool. I love the uh, you know I love I love the Joker in it. The Joker's a fan, you know, and it was. It, i I didn't know what to expect obviously with the joker dying and everything like that well you know i was like how how is the joker in here that was the last game
0: no i
3: I didn't play the last game well just just to play
0: well that was like to play it safe i wanted to mention if we should even mention that the joker's in it at this point unless we get (laughs) abused by jonathan for another
1: month (laughs) 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 okay i'll stop (laughs) that's that's a good point well you're telling me the princess Uh, is in another
3: castle what the fuck
1: uh so i'll stop but uh game's really fun i really like it i Um, I have a
3: friend on my my facebook who just got episode four of life life is strange and she won't stop talking about about shit that happened in episode two and three which i haven't played i'm like motherfucker
1: oh like she's spoiling it for you so now you know how jonathan feels yeah and how i fucking feel you douchebags
3: This is the last episode.
1: You're, you guys are like, let's just go into spoilers. What? We're gonna go into spoilers? Yeah, let's go into spoilers. And I'm like, I've I haven't played the game yet. Maybe <laughs> if you were, it's sitting on my shelf. Maybe if you weren't shrink wrapped <laughs> on my shelf right now. Maybe if you weren't. Such you guys are like, well, that's okay. Now you, now you don't. Now you don't. Now you don't have to play it because we're gonna spoil it for you right
0: now. Derek you is should
1: fluttershy. Take a, Derek should take a vis- uh, go um, visit Iron Will.
3: Yes. I yes. have no
1: idea what the hell you guys are talking about. We need
3: to be more assertive. Shy. So mission like
0: objective.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the mission objective for the week is uh, to go a week without spoiling a game for <laughs> me. How about that? That's your mission objective, <laughs> okay. You guys. Okay. Uh, no. So the actual mission objective, uh, which fits in with the title of the episode and some of the content of the episode, is if you were li- a person living in China, what would be which video game would you play first?
3: Whoa! Huh.
1: Which is a perfect question because you know they missed out on the ps2 they missed out that well like that whole generation the whole last gen um and now they're jumping into the you know the the wii u ps4 xbox one generation two years early i mean two years late so So, uh what would be your first game
3: not just any game of this generation just of anything that they've missed exactly holy shit that's a fucking good ass question um who someone else go let me think um
0: i i can't think of like a particularly profound answer so i'll just go with my favorite game of the last 10 years which is mario galaxy 2 so chinese go play that because it's the pinnacle of everything that a video game can be up to this point in my opinion
1: (laughs) you like you can it's a good thing you missed all that other stuff because this is the only one that matters yeah exactly yeah shane how about yourself
3: um that's a good res- i would oh, jesus christ you go you now go like
1: yeah oh I, so yeah i was trying to get shane to go because it's such a hard question yeah you, and, and you, you came don't up with, and even though i wrote the question <laughs> i know but i didn't have any i did i came up with the question not the answer you know because it's just so it, it's so easy you know i'd be like silent hill 2 because it's like my favorite game pretty much but actually you know what i would probably play first well, and it's interesting because how would you know what you were going to play? You know, and now the question's getting deep. How would you know what to play first? Because, like, why would you be looking at video game stuff if you're in China because you can't play the stuff? So, you're, bl- you you know, you're blindly going into, like, how would you even know what to play? How, like, you know, I was going to say, like, like, I would play Okami because that's, you know, a, a phenomenal game. One of the best games probably I've ever played but how would I even know about it? Because here, nobody knows about it. So how (laughs) would you know about it if you were in China when nobody's looked at video game shit in 15 years? Right. You know, like probably, you know, if I was like a Chinese dude, I was like, what, and I'm like, okay, now that I have video games, I'm going to go to Google and be like, what video game should I play first? And it's going to be like call of duty, black ops three.
3: Yeah. Well, they've had PC games and there's in the, in the, the whole thing about living in, in a press culture, like the great firewall of China Like Twitter's banned. Like people get around it. So like, there's there's a desire to consume content. So PC games, I would say, are out. I mean, and I I would just say the PC games are out because you know it's it it. There's ways there's ways around it. Um,
1: Sure, but there's probably not ways that the average consumer there would be able to get to that stuff, right? (laughs) Like you have to be
3: kind of in the know.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this is like you're just a um, Regular dude, you know, like extreme hacker Shane.
3: Um, um, uh, I would say probably Candy Crush. Uh, Candy Crush.
1: No, final answer. No.
3: <laughs> uh, can I phone a friend? Uh, I would say um, it 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 depends. Um, I would put Halo on there. Uh, mm. just because it's such a good sci-fi story on its own merit, and you could you could. Halo one on the, the original Xbox, Halo two, Halo three, play that trilogy um, because you can see the progression of game design, and you can and I, I think that that would be a really good jumping on point. But then you have people that aren't into shooters, so I would say pick up a Pokemon game. Um, like like that Ooh. is that is a really like I would say not like first gen because that's probably been out out there and like bootleg chinese like game boys and nintendos and stuff but
1: well in first gen would they have had game boys because the band was placed in 2000 well yeah Yeah. they probably had pokemon Pokemon so they probably had that early pokemon so yeah how many people love that early pokemon Yeah, X and Y. And they're jumping immediately on Pokemon because they haven't played a new Pokemon game in fifteen years. Yeah, Yeah.
0: no, that would be great to see the culture shock of them experiencing Pokemon in three D, and then seeing the trash bag Pokemon and the ice cream Pokemon, and see if they get as angry as the Americans did. Holy crap! There's ice cream Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah, there are. Yeah, like it's funny. Like the the previous generation, not X and Y, but Black and White, they kind of went back to the drawing board and they decided to make that game with 150 brand new Pokemon with no old ones in it and some of the there's no old ones in like, it like after you beat the game you can that you unlock old ones and then you can also trade with previous versions of course wow. but yeah they tried to do uh like it sounds like a terrible idea it it was mixed because some of the ideas, some of the Pokemon that came out of that generation were really good, but
1: then other ones were really ridiculous. Which <laughs> then they're like, "We're out of ideas, so here's here's button-up shirt Pokemon <laughs> well, and <laughs> oscillating fan Pokemon." Well, that's not too and far. what's in front of me right now?
0: <laughs> that's not too far that's off too, because it's like
1: lint lint roller Pokemon. <laughs> well,
0: the, the trash bag, the trash bag evolves into a ripped bag of trash. And that's then... true. That's true. Is there like
1: trash falling out of it? Yeah. Like and then oh my and god
0: then the ice cream cone evolves into a bigger ice cream cone which then evolves into a double scoop
1: Ooh, and then that's e- powerful and then
0: x and and then x and y has a keychain pokemon
1: clothes hanger pokemon
2: <laughs> with a special like ability they just literally operation. like are looking
1: they're like we need 150 of these things so everyone when you get home tonight look at different objects in your house and come back i'm
0: glad nobody responded <laughs> to, to, to what, what i just for said next week um but yeah, um, and it's funny too because <laughs> the keychain Pokemon is based off of like a Japanese myth. Like when your keys go missing, it's because a spirit stole them.
3: So it actually had some kind oh of basis God. around it. But Dynasty yeah, Warriors—that's the most light switch insensitive Pokemon. game for a Chinese person to play. Dynasty Warriors. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: see
3: how a Japanese. See how the Japanese interpret your history. That that'll end good. Play Shenmue
1: television remote pokemon
0: hey, at the very at the very least it it um shows them like killing thousands of people with one person though yeah yeah if no other um, if no
1: other benefit
3: um uh, but yeah i would say bioshock would have to be on the list too just like the bioshock series
1: power strip pokemon
3: they're <laughs> all over the place all over i the mean place. to but be say, fair though they say we- I was just gonna Go say ahead. to
0: be fair, the original games had like a floating rock with hands and like
1: Yeah, that makes way more sense though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't
2: even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: way more that's way more imaginative than a fucking garbage bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you...
1: Like he's just like like that dude that created that one's like he's like, Oh, I gotta take out the trash before work and then he's like, wait a second, there's a Pokemon here. <laughs>
3: there's a Pokemon in here somewhere
1: he's like i really he's he's like i've been tasked with creating the last pokemon for this game and if i don't have an idea by this morning i'm fired and then he's like <laughs> light bulb
0: and or he's driving
1: there and he's like i forgot to take the trash out and he's like trash
0: bag. surprisingly he didn't and come then, up with a light bulb pokemon. that's how
1: trash Bagmon was born there's a
0: light bulb pokemon <laughs> no i'm saying i'm surprised he didn't think of a light bulb
1: pokemon when the light bulb flashed in his head <laughs> that's so funny that's two go. for one that's that's was That that was an X and Y2 that they introduced <laughs> the light bulb, right?
0: Um, <laughs> no, but. Um, and yeah, would,
3: we're, uh, we're way ahead, long, sorry. apparently. Uh, no, I was just going to yeah. say, like, and then Metal Gear comes to mind. We are super long because I got yeah. in here at 45 minutes and now I'm at 45 minutes. So we, I think Derek, we're long. Derek, close us Let's out. Go. Derek, close wait, us wait, what out. About, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. What about last what? week's
0: mission objective? <laughs> oh, shit. Did you guys. Uh, yeah, I have answers We get, Real quick. Did, we asked. What game would you want to be turned into a movie and who would direct it? Derek, do you have a quick answer? Go quick. L- let me run. Uh,
1: read the answers and I'll think of one.
0: Okay. Uh, my uh, Matt D. said Metroid with J.J. Abrams. Natalie K. said Xenogears and Masami Obari. Uh, Raul A. said Fallout and Quentin Tarantino. Ricky A. Oh, said dude, Legend of Zelda. That's
3: fucking... That Quentin Tarantino Fallout would be fucking amazing. Has anybody seen Six String Samurai?
0: No, no, I haven't.
3: Okay, look up Six-String nope. Samurai or uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Those, the Six-String Samurai feels like the Fallout movie. Um, it, it's about um, a nuclear war with the, the Reds, the communists. We lose. Las Vegas turns into a matriarchy where Elvis is the king. He dies, and a new king needs to come into fashion. So a traveling uh, like rockabilly guitar player with a samurai sword. It's, it's very Lone Wolf and Cub. G- tries to get to Vegas to become the new king um and it's very very fallout so i would love to fucking see tarantino do a fallout movie that's great
0: yeah that'd be amazing but uh then ricky n said legend of zelda guillermo del turo uh ryan g said ninja gaiden with uh yoshiaki kawijiri uh ricky n came back and said metal gear solid and paul greengrass uh raul a said grand theft auto with brian de palma oh wait that's scarface and then Carlos, <laughs> and then friend of the show Carlos L closes us out with Silent Hill Guillermo del Toro. Oh, wait.
3: <laughs> Is Crimson Peak out?
1: Uh, October.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: It looks fantastic. Uh, the only ones I can think of are joke ones. So I've got Candy Crush with Michael Bay. Uh, and uh, I'd love to see JJ Abrams take on Sneak King. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be amazing.
3: <laughs> Anything who, to bring who directed Sneak King those back? lens flares. Who directed? Um, right? Who fucking directed uh, Mission Impossible?
1: Uh, which one? First one. Uh, not J.J. Abrams. He was number three, and then Brad Bird was number four.
3: Anyway, I just have them do the sneaking movie because there's sne- a lot of sneaking in that movie.
1: Any- there you go. That's true. Anyway,
3: close this out.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember how to close out the show.
3: Thank you for listening to level 39 of the Geekscape Games podcast. I'm late, but you can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare.
1: <laughs> I'm at Inu Joshua. Uh, I'm at D. Krannevelt. <laughs> and,
0: and we screwed up our order. Uh, uh, I'm at D. Krannevelt. <laughs> at Inu
1: Joshua. And then one is, is at the King of at Mars. King of Mars. Uh, we're also uh, always on at geekscape.net. Uh, both the tw- that's, a, that's a Twitter handle but also a website and an Instagram and anything else you can probably think of.
3: And you're great. You, share us. Um, Do you and, like the show? If and
1: you, if you like the show, share it with your friends, yeah,
3: personal <laughs> self-promotion. Um, I'm going to be DJing live on a local radio station that is live stream. So Monday, eight o'clock Alaska time, nine o'clock Pacific time uh, at K N B A org you can listen to me the last rocketeer spin some tunes for two hours and you can hear my voice if you're in alaska you can listen to 90.3 fm ah, the
1: which means this episode is must be slightly timely fuck
3: that's right all right i guess i guess i have to do it then <laughs> i got internet <laughs> I got, I got, i'm on 20 meg internet here i'm on 20 meg internet here i can download all your you shit i heaven. can get my porn torrents going i can start seeding my my vids and you know
1: uh, he's he's on that VR porn now. Oh my god! I can't
3: <laughs> wait to get some sort of like VR now. It's gonna be Did, great.
1: Didn't you get a cardboard?
3: Now if we can only it it never showed a up. VR version.
1: Oh, huh? Didn't you get a legendary cardboard?
3: No, they they wouldn't let me take any. They're like, oh, we, we gave them all away. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, <right."
1: laughs> I have like four. I thought you got one. No,
3: you have four.
1: <laughs> I got four. Oh no, I gave Jonathan one, so I have three. Give me one. Uh, Please? we'll see. I I need them all. Oh. Alright. No I don't actually. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see you guys Uh, we'll
3: see you guys back here next week.
2: Bye bye, everybody.